SBN News, Episode 19. Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network News, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. I'm Christian Serrano. And I'm Ron Blessing, and this whole episode is dedicated to the fact that I got Rippers. You got it. You, so it's out. Yeah, I've got, it came, uh, I think, two days ago in PDF. Uh, you get the, uh, depending on what you backed at, you get the uh, player's guide, the GM's guide, and you get all the old Rippers material with a quick conversion guide for uh, you know bringing it all the way up to deluxe. Because remember, Rippers came out like even before you know Explorers um, Edition. Well, even before Deadlands. Really? So yeah, it was it before the Deadlands Reloaded. Um, so yeah. Because it was it was the damage was done before they they started doing Way of the Brave. I just so learned something one new of today. The conversions, yeah. Um, you 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 have educated me, sir. We're not actually only going to talk about rippers, though. No. The bottom line is, um, I have seen rippers, and it was good. And it, in fact, better than good. It is awesome. Yeah, and I think um, last time last time we did SBN News, we uh, we talked about the Kickstarter coming up and how short it was going to yeah. be. And obviously, since then. It started, ran, and ended. <laughs> and well, yeah, and they and they hit over one hundred and five thousand dollars. It was like one hundred six or one hundred seven, something like that. That's pretty good. And didn't uh, it fund in pretty, like forty minutes? Yeah, it did. It funded in about forty minutes. Um, all I'm going to say is, if you were one of those unfortunate souls that is currently kicking yourself for not backing this, I am one. Um, as soon as the uh, the pre order comes up, man, jump on it. I, I feel so it. unfortunate. You should. As a soul. You should. I actually feel bad for you. Not well, bad enough to like send you a book or anything, but So I, I wanted it, but I just I I did I did too many Kickstarters recently. I couldn't do and it. And you bought a house. And I bought That'll a house. That'll slow you down. Yeah, which I'm I'm recording in right now. Yeah, my new home. Totally. Yeah. In your new home. Yep. Yep. So uh very cool. And speaking yeah. of uh the fact that we're bad at podcasting weekly apparently. Yeah, so fear not because <laughs> there'll be another podcast that'll probably do it better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, no, uh, um, we mentioned the Wild Eye podcast that was slated to release in December. Well, the creator of the podcast uh, is now bump or bringing it closer to uh, the first episode releasing on November 18th. So we have something to look forward to this month uh, before Thanksgiving. And um, I'm really curious to see what this podcast is going to be like. And it, it sounds like there's going to be multiple people involved, I think. He keeps saying we. So I, I think there's going to be other hosts possibly. Uh, but there hasn't been too much information on what the format's going to be, what they're going to talk about, and, and what it's going to include. But uh, as always, it's it's kind of cool to hear um, you know, new ideas coming from, from fans out there. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I should also say I, I heard – a rumor that uh, we'll, we'll be seeing a resurgence of uh, more episodes from uh, Smiling Jack's Bar and Grill soon, too. Ooh. So, are you, my, are you at, at liberty to say more about that, or no? I just just that um, just that I, I am I am told that uh, there's going to be some more movement on it. So I'm kind of excited about it. That'll be good. That'll be good. It's it's yep. been a long while. So cool. Yep. Very cool. 
look forward to seeing Chris and, and Justin and the gang back in the saddle there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, we have a new uh, action cypunk setting. Not sure what that means yet. Um, called Mercs. It's going to be coming out in Italian first. But the uh, one of the writers at least came on and said that uh, once they get all the the kinks out of it in Italian, um, they are going to do an English language version of it. And basically, it looks like Expendables in space to me. Yeah, or that's like what a, it kind of looks like to me. Yeah, kind of like a, a cyberpunk, but not quite cyberpunk. Yeah, you get you get sent on these missions across the galaxy. Yeah, it looks very Expendablesy, but there's also like mechs involved and. And um, it looks very exciting. And gear. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah, this is being put out by Savage Worlds Italia. And um, uh, they said they did say that they're going to be doing this in Italian first and getting some feedback for it. And then they do have plans to release this in English, which I'm I'm really curious to see how that's going to look. I think this is going to be a new little niche thing that that we can look forward to. The cover art is very testosterone-y. I like it. It, dude, it really looks like you know a future version of the Expendables. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. So uh, I hear there's some news from some of your old stomping grounds. Yeah. So Reality Blurs, they've been uh, kind of radio silent for a long while, but this month at the beginning of October, um, Sean put up a post uh, saying that uh, he and, or I guess some of the contributing authors for Reality Blurs products, um, Daryl Hardy and Eric Avedisian. Did I say that right? I always feel like I don't see his last name right. I, um, I don't think there's a right way to say it. I think it's a it's a trick question. So Eric is responsible <laughs> for uh, for um, writing uh, Ravaged Earth. He's the creator of yep. Ravaged Earth, and uh, Daryl Hardy is responsible for Carthador. Carthador, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and what they've been doing is they've been writing a series of blog posts all throughout October, uh, talking about how to bring horror into those settings. Uh, so there's, they've been great reads. Uh, there's been a little bit of, you know, I think some mechanical tidbits here and there. Um, they're they're really insightful, and I, and I think they're really interesting. So um, it's kind of cool to see Reality Blur sort of uh, visibly cranking some some gears and getting things out again. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what they come up with in the near future. So, yeah. Speaking of gears and the near future, Ooh. Uh, this is a pretty good segue. That was, that was sweet. Me out with. By oh, accident. Yeah, that was sweet. You know what hurts a segue? Announcing it's a great segue before you actually complete it, um, <laughs> which I just did. You just but, did. Uh, the GM's table has been doing a series on um, Fallout for Savage Worlds, calling it Fallout First Survivors. You know the Fallout series of video games Yeah. Um, that have been around forever. I played the computer RPGs, Nice. And, um, but I didn't play any of the console ones myself. Um, phenomenal setting. I've talked about people's different interpretations of the Fallout uh, universe and Savage Worlds, but this one looks really interesting to me. Um, one highlight I saw that was interesting is the Benny uh, mechanic that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he and, and also the luck mechanic, uh, just a little tidbit from there. Instead of just getting three Bennies, you get three Bennies plus one additional Benny for every rank above novice. So at seasoned, you start with four bennies. That's a nice twist. It's kind of an interesting idea. And luck and great luck no longer give you bennies, but instead they give you adventure cards. You know, if uh, Pinnacle does another version of the Savage Worlds rules, they should probably pull that in. That's a really cool idea. 
It's an interesting idea, and so uh, yeah, I like it as a setting rule. It kind of popped out at me, so I, I wanted to bring that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's. It seems like he's been pretty busy with with this series. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you should definitely check it out. It's gmtable.blogspot.com. I'm sorry, blogspot dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely give it a look. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Very cool. All right, so uh, this next one comes from the fine folks at Gnome Stew. If you don't know who Gnome Stew is, A, shame on you. Uh, B, go check them out first thing right now. Best game mastering blog on the internet. Yeah, don't even finish listening to this podcast. Just go to Gnome Stew and just start reading. Um, uh, These are also the people who have put out the engine publishing books. Uh, like Never Unprepared and Odyssey and, and all those. Uh, so there's a th- this was a blog post that caught my eye um, talking about consistent, sustainable gaming and how we can, as as either GMs or, or just gamers in general, can sort of perpetuate the hobby um, either for ourselves or within our community. And there are uh, seven tips throughout this, and I'll just kind of go over the labels for each, and I won't go into the details. I'll leave you to read it on your own, but schedule on a weeknight, get your family involved, network locally, invest in the next generation, mentor new GMs, uh, egalitarian world building, and find a lab partner. And these are these are some really great tidbits, I think, that can really help um, sustain and grow uh, your your sort of gaming circle or gaming community in your in your area. I love the idea of making your gaming more consistent, bottom line. Yeah. Um, I am guilty of some of the uh, the pitfalls that are listed in here, but part of it has to do with my schedule. Like, I can't game on week rights now, yeah. weeknights right now with, you know, my son where he's at. Yeah, um, it's hard. So I'm it's stuck hard, dealing with weekends, and we do have to cancel a lot, and it's a downer when you have to cancel. Yeah. Um, I'm in the exact so, same boat. Yeah, but I am networking locally. I just actually uh, signed on to begin running the entire RPG uh, section of Rincon, beginning with Rincon 2016. That's fantastic! I didn't know that. So, yep, and very uh, cool, man. It, it it is exciting. So I'll be the RPG coordinator for that. Well, congratulations! And, um, thank you. I'm working with some phenomenal people, some of the the coolest people I've ever known, and. Um, so that's a good thing, and and uh, it's it's definitely good to to find people for your bench, kind of. You know, that you might not have room in your game now, but if somebody can't play anymore, or let's say you're with a couple that has an awkward breakup in your group, and right. <laughs> all right, of a sudden yeah. you're down two spots, um, that sort of thing. Um, it's good to have a stable of gamers that that you can get together with. Or if you want to play test something before you, you know, give it to your regular group, um, that's another another way to do that. So, yeah. Anyway, it, it's a neat article. People should certainly check it out. And obviously, if you're not, you know, subscribed to Gnome Stew, then um, you're doing it wrong, guys. <laughs> that, and you'll be pleasantly surprised when you do. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So um, next up, uh, there's a pretty prolific um, fan writer, uh, Richard Wilcock. We've talked about him a few times on the show. He's always pumping out new stuff for Savage Worlds. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, after putting out something like, um, I guess, over a dozen um, fan licensed PDFs over the last three years, 
um, he has become comfortable enough that he wants to to help people um, do that for themselves. And he provides this great article. He calls it Presentation in Savage World Supplements that kind of gives you a walkthrough of the do's and don'ts yeah. of of putting out one of these great fan publications. And I got to be honest here, it wouldn't hurt some of the licensees to <laughs> to give a look at what Richard has to say because he does put out a fantastic product. Yeah. Considering the work that goes into it, you know, in, in comparison to what he gets paid for, which is zero because it's a fan license. Yeah, and and to be clear, some of this he put together in this post because these are things that he actually wants to do with his products as well, with his exactly. fan fan products. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't so know he, why he's I, I I I he is hesitant to try to sell his stuff. Um, but honestly, my opinion, you know, having been around this as long as I have. He's ready to start designing like outside of the fan stuff. I think he he needs to step up and and uh, bring some of this to the the commercial side of Savage Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think um, I think if he were to get involved even as a freelancer somehow yeah. and and had like you know maybe somebody like Clint working with him or something like that. Um, yeah, he has he has good potential. I think. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely got some got some chops, and he has a, a a good understanding of the system. I don't agree with every design choice, but no, I want to. Yeah, the, the whole point is when I'm looking at new ideas and designs in Savage Worlds, I I want to be challenged, right? And it's and you can't challenge um, yourself or anyone else if you just do the same thing everybody else is doing. Yeah, but that's something you can say for even licensees. Yeah, you know, like, oh, like, definitely. There, there's there's products that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would do it that way. You know, even Pinnacle products, right? So yeah, right, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that was very cool. Yeah, that is that is very cool, and I think it even inspired a lot of people on the um, Google Plus community on that thread um, to you know look to using some of those things. I think even Scott does some vowel W. Mm-hmm. Even mentioned something that as someone who. He he appreciated it as someone who is interested in becoming a licensee at some point. So I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of licensees, for the third time, Shintar has changed um, companies. <laughs> wow. That's it? Right? Just three? <laughs> well, it's its fourth company. And and to be fair, well, we'll, we'll get into this. You were going to talk about the new product, but savage mojo used to be talisman studios and yes so shintar yeah. is really kind of going home because it started out with talisman studios that's true but but speaking of which why don't you talk about the new product yeah so this is actually the first product that's under um savage mojo's stewardship um like full stewardship and um, and we'll talk a little bit about that more after this but uh dwarven clan homes uh, it's a new product um put out which is the first PDF product under Savage Mojo's stewardship of the Shintar product line. And this release discusses the culture of dwarves in Shintar. And it goes through everything from how they interact with magic to uh, what a typical clan home might be like, um, the politics, family, you know, crime and punishment, etc. And so it's uh, running at about 16 pages. So it's a you know decent, easy read. And um, it's only $3.60. So, you know, pretty nice little tidbit of extra Shintar stuff that you can get. 
yeah, it's it seems very cool and and you know I I've made no bones about being a big Shine Tower fan. It's it's always been a neat setting to me, and uh, I love watching it get fleshed out. So yeah, yeah, very cool. Looking forward to uh, to more from uh, Savage Mojo with Shine yeah. Tower. So in and Darren in a, Pierce, I, I don't think we covered it in in a previous episode of SBN News about the whole transition to, to Savage Mojo, no. and that um, uh, Sean Patrick Fannin had. Uh, decided to uh, hand over the reins in in very trusting hands, um, and they seem to be doing a bang up job of of uh, maintaining it and keeping it going forward. But essentially, Sean was just just sort of stretched thin, so to speak. With uh, well, especially his with big riffs. thing is is rifts, and yeah, and that's that's, that's going to take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And um, he did the right thing, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think he did. Rather than you know, sort of let himself uh, get in over his head, he he handed over to people who could continue the the sort of legacy of of Shintar, which yep. is cool. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, I think we're done, aren't we? We are done. So thank you for listening, and be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. There we have links to the aggregated SBN RSS feed. Uh, We've got podcast subscription links, links to our YouTube channel, and more. If you enjoy our show and you want to show your support, check out our Patreon page or PayPal donation link, both of which are available from the main website. Whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Christian, do you know what the internal temperature of a tauntaun is? I'm really afraid to ask, but what? Lukewarm. Lukewarm.